This is the poem I wrote called My First Graduate Philosophy Course. Write on the first day, shamelessly. Unrestricted by our anxiety, they talked about how higher levels of confusion. Spot on. My ontological perspective flipped on its side gasping for a nude understanding of metaphysical reality. What reality? Is it Plato's ideas of form perfectly molded in God's workshop? Or Darwin's concept of natural selection in the struggle of life? I have since expanded, reconstructed, redeemed my epistemological grasp and agreed with Socrates that I know nothing. I booked an appointment to assess my sanity when I climbed to the top of the rabbit's hair and descended onto Sophie's world. Meanwhile, struggling to master an A for my assignments, confused when my professor congratulates me on A-, realizing I'm an undergraduate no more. Welcome to A Nurse First. This is Mariana Fisher telling her own A Nurse First story. I started writing poetry when I was a teenager. All these emotions of growing up and first loves and negotiating relationships with peers and um, opposite gender, it was just flowing out of me. The muse was really sitting on my shoulder most of the days. And um, I, before I immigrated to Canada, I published a book um, with Ukrainian poetry. It's called Confession of Poems. When I came to Canada, immigration was not easy. And establishing new life um, has its set of challenges. So poetry um, was set aside for me. And um, while I felt sad, I realized that I have other priorities at this moment. If I wouldn't immigrate, I would follow in my mother's footsteps to become a lawyer. But I moved to Canada and established my life here. So um, I went into psychology. And then after um, graduating with undergrad degree in psychology, I was at the intersection deciding uh, what to do next um, in terms of continue with master's in psychology, maybe go to psychiatry. Uh, But pure out of practical reasons, I decided to go to nursing. I spent uh, five years um, practicing on palliative care unit at Vancouver General Hospital. And that's where I found my passions for providing palliative care to um, individuals and supporting their families through their end-of-life journeys. But as life became more established and uh, found its routine, poetry came back to me and I realized that I can use it in my professional career and not just for my personal life. So um, I started writing poetry based on my experiences on palliative care unit and as a nurse as well. So writing poetry helped me in a way that it allows me to express um, my feelings in a way that's creative and also empowering. Um, I find poetry allows me to advocate for the issues I'm most passionate about in a fearless way. And it also allows me to say things that in a prose would have been very restricted by academic writing and also allow readers to feel the feelings that um, otherwise they would have have to analyze and reflect and read between the lines where poetry 
allows them to enter that state of mind sooner and in a, in a stronger way. When Mariana started her master's program at the University of Victoria, she couldn't help but feel waves of anxiety and fear. To process her emotions, Mariana turned to her love of poetry, crafting my first graduate philosophy course, the poem she recited at the top of this episode. Through it, she confronted her feelings, letting them go word by word. So it was a stressful time and intense. And as anything, as you start a new endeavor, um, you're fearful and anxious and worried if you can um, accomplish what you set out for yourself. Then starting reading Sophie's World, uh, which was a signed book um, by our philosophy professor. And it started to open up frontiers for me that I never uh, would think about before because philosophy was new to me in that much deeper sense and um, I was grappling with all these ideas and combination of anxiety and excitement and um, new ideas it just opened up that space inside me that wanted to rupture all these new thoughts as starting philosophy course and I sat down and it just poured out of me and it usually how it is I find that when the fo- poetry is forced it doesn't come out quite as beautiful as and when it just ruptures through you naturally when I was writing it um, it was purely my experience of the f- first philosophy course and and being a graduate student on advice of one of my professors um, submitted this um, poem to anthropology journal run by graduate students at University of Victoria. The feedback that I received even from editors saying, wow, this is exactly how I felt on my first semester of graduate program and taking philosophy courses. And they said it would have huge um, impact on perhaps other students who felt similarly and they can relate to this and feel that it's okay if I get an A minus, even if I was a, an overachiever in my undergrad, because it's it's a new level, it's a graduate program, and to be kind to yourself as you settle in this. That really also inspired me sharing this poem, and it was published in the journal, um, as um, making sure, again, what my goal in writing is um, to not just um, advocate and share and, and show different perspectives, but to seek those readers to whom those experiences will also be relevant and help them to make sense through their very individual experience as they go through it. The responses I received that were published in this anthropological journal was that, wow, it really helped me to read the book and not concentrating on on my grades, but to really uh, capture the ideas. Or I felt exactly the same, and I'm glad that while my peers don't share the same feelings, that I'm actually not alone and people, even in different programs, not necessarily nursing, can have similar feelings because now we're on the same level of sharing as graduate students, despite the specifics of individual programs. Some of the responses were 
Wow, that, uh, you know, uh, I never took a, a philosophy course, but that sounds very interesting and I think would help me to find myself as a student or as a person by taking any philosophy course. So it inspired people in a myriad of ways, even beyond what I imagined, because of course, as um, anybody who takes a text and does interpretation of it, they probably read into more than what's there or even what I intended to. Um, they make their own meaning from what they read. And I think that's another beauty of hermeneutics or interpretation of text is that there are multiple meanings. If I could go back and talk to the woman I was when I wrote this poem, I would tell her everything will be okay and you will transition to your A pluses. You will have um, fun uh, while writing this difficult journey. It's okay to, to be unsettled and not know what the future holds. As any program, beginning is the hardest. Give yourself time to settle and um, then you'll find your own ways to manage time and, and meet the um, goals and set priorities. And when thinking about entering school, I think the most useful is putting aside somebody else's experiences and comparing yours to, to theirs, but to um, really be open to whatever opportunities come your way and not be fearful before any opportunities arise. Because I think when we hear people share their experience, well, very useful to set some basic understanding of it, Sometimes we're scared before we take this endeavor because we hear it was difficult for somebody else. But to not have any expectations allowed you to be very flexible and accept whatever comes your way and mitigate it in the best way that's useful for you. Your pursuit of multiple degrees, continued education, and foray into reading and poetry demonstrate your appreciation for lifelong learning. As a nurse... Why do you believe it is important to always be learning? I think for nurses especially important to be committed to lifelong learning for a few reasons, but two that stand out to me the most is that we're always innovating in the areas of healthcare and for nurses to be up to date on these innovations uh, means a lot for positive patients' outcomes. But even more so, I think to keep ourselves not just best equipped as skilled nurses, but to maintain our humility and to be um, open to advocate for patients in the way that we never thought possible before is important to open up ourselves to these new learning opportunities. And I don't mean only through formal degrees and diplomas. Not everybody um, is able to have these opportunities, but to even uh, familiarize yourself with the literature or go to um, local workshops or, or attend some of the meetings or conferences. It allows us to um, open up to ideas of others. And as you know, collaboration and cooperation, even interdisciplinary, allows for these innovative thinking. And if we want to um, make sure that our patients receive best possible care, I think this is part of the responsibility of the profession is to keep up to date and be trailblazers in our approach to our profession. I do have this sticker that I saved and put on my picture that sits on, in my office, says, dare to be great. And I know that some people are born great and, and some have greatness stress upon them. I dare every day to keep going. 
Thank you for listening to A Nurse First from Sigma. If you loved this episode, do us a favor and subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. It is very much appreciated. For more information about A Nurse First and Sigma, visit sigmanursing.org. Until next time.